Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Here's our test. Let's just see if everything works. <laughs> yes. Okay. Are there you are. are. Are we live? Yes. It sounds good. Um, I'm actually hearing a little bit of not good. So we'll see if we can maybe work on it a little bit. Um, so the studio is about a thousand degrees. Apparently Colin has to suffer through it, unfortunately. So John got all the way to the studio and then went back home because that's how bad we can't have people passing out from the heat in the studio so that's uh that's what they're working through now so he's at home uh so we'll try to improve the uh the mic quality here hope everybody had a really good weekend uh coming up in just a couple of minutes we will talk about the two shootings at two malls over the weekend and if you were at either one of those we certainly want to talk to you about what the scene was like one of those in independence was uh just after we got off the air on friday and then the other was yesterday so we'll certainly talk about those coming up i want to talk just for a second about the iceland volcano the geography geek in me uh, perhaps keeps an eye on it. But I was Saturday night absolutely glued to the internet looking to see if this was going to happen. Um, if you pay attention to some of the things that happen in Iceland, that's a really um, active area uh, for earthquakes. They've got, that's where the plates meet is there. And so you can go and in fact, you can see that. So in 2010 was when they had the really big volcano that um, disrupted air travel for a while, for a while. I mean, it was like five or six days that flights were canceled, anything that went over that area because of the ash that was coming out of that volcano. I don't know how to pronounce the words, but it's the really, the really big one is the one that starts with an E that's right in the middle. The one that we're watching right now is the one that's close to the airport. This is the one that's off near Reykjavik. Um, and there have been rumblings this is what we we noticed this on friday that there were like a hundred little earthquakes in the span of an hour on friday so over the weekend those picked up and it looked like uh they evacuated uh grindavik which is a small town there they evacuated that over the weekend in fact right now they're only letting people in for five minutes at a time to go back and get stuff as we keep continuing to watch and see if there's going to be a volcano uh if the volcano is going to erupt it seemed like over the weekend maybe it was going to happen and then those earthquakes slowed down for a while they now are saying significant likelihood of that eruption and if you see the pictures coming out of iceland um just with those earthquakes uh, they're getting shallower 
uh, and, and closer to the surface. But there are a ton of pictures now of roads that are broken and roads that have these really big cracks in them. So that was just another sign um, that it might be coming. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, it was it was this past July, I believe, that this same volcano, it wasn't a huge eruption, but it, it was enough. I mean, that it was quite the sight to see. It wasn't like the one in 2010, uh, but I believe it was the same one several years ago. And so it's just um, anytime, anytime we see that, if I'm not mistaken, Etna went out over the weekend in Sicily as well. So we're just kind of keeping an eye on it. They say they're bracing itself for a volcanic eruption in the coming days. And so we're, uh, we're watching to see what happens there. All right, moving on here um, to talk about events from the weekend. If you were at Independence Center on Friday or if you were at Oak Park Mall over the weekend, we need to talk about I've, I've never I've never said if you were at e either of these two mall shootings over the weekend, give us a call. But if you were 913-586-7798 here, uh, if you missed some of this over the weekend, the first one was Friday. Again, this was shortly after we got off the air on Friday. Uh, police said two groups of people met at the mall and there was an argument and shots were fired. Uh, the good news is that they got three people of interest in custody. The bad news is that four people were injured uh, in that shooting. One of those victims was in critical condition. Um, and uh, there were just stories of people that ran into a store. They didn't know what was going on. People just scattered. Uh, they said the noise was so loud, the walls were shaking, they could hear it through their headphones. For those of you that have been around a little longer than I have, um, I feel like we need to talk a little bit more about the problems at Independence Mall over the years. I know just since I've been here, there have been multiple incidents of violence at Independence Mall. Um, I remember a few years ago, that was in 2020, we talked about that, that about 300 young people got into all these fights at that mall. And then a couple of months later, there was another really big fight involving about, about 500 teens at that mall. And since then, this curfew had been in place for the area. This is the first time um, in a while that we've had, I mean, in several years that we've had a shooting there where people were injured. It was about this time last year that gunshots were fired, but there was no one hurt. It's been since 2018 um that we had there was a fatal shooting there in 2018 but what's do you go to the independent center mall is that a place that you even have a reason i don't that's not a direction i get very often i'm i'm more likely to be at oak park mall that's more in my neck of the woods so talk to us about what um now i'm hearing myself back in my ears guys um so whatever you did to fix john is is hurting me now um so talk to us about what's been going on at the Independence Center Mall uh, and how, if that's a place that you go and if you worry now about the incidents that are there. Then Oak Park Mall is what we had yesterday. And that was a case where one of those suspects got a hold of a detective's gun and shot it. And that's, um, as we get closer to Christmas and people, some of you are starting your Christmas shopping already, but as that mall gets busier, that's particularly scary. I think we might have John now. I think we might. There we go. You're looking at me as if you can hear me, so that's a good sign. Um, yeah, John, I assume you have not been to all the way around, huh? Yeah, I assume you've not been to Independence Center Mall. I I, I have, have not, not been no. been to Oak Oak Park many many times. It's right up the road from here, so it's not uh, it's not that far of a hike for us. But yeah, Independence Center is a place that I haven't been yet. Um, and so I, it is a place you and I have talked about um, in the last few years about the groups of teens. Again, there was that one group of 200, there was the other group of 500, uh, not that long after. 
it just is, like I said, I, we've never opened a show by saying, if you were at either of the mall shootings over the weekend, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> talk to us more about what that experience was like. Um, I can't even imagine just that hearing that sound and then not knowing how to react to that and not knowing what direction to go. Um, I don't want to, although I suspect the conversation is going to go this way. I don't want us to be picking on groups of teenagers, but if we need to talk more about we just don't know the motivation behind these. We don't know what the argument was about in independence and we have no clue. I believe Oak Park Mall was shoplifting. Um, law enforcement, whoever, whoever it was, approached young people about shoplifting there. And that's how that yeah, started. It, and it just escalated from there. And I mean, how many times have we seen something like this go on? And unfortunately, I mean, Independence Center, as everybody knows, and I know you were alluding to this a little while ago, has a reputation and it's not a terribly good one. Oak Park, on the other hand, doesn't. And yet, I mean, I'm sure there's shoplifting that goes on there all the time. How does something escalate to the point where somebody's grabbing a gun from a it, it was a, it was not a security guard, correct? It was a cop. I, I saw the word detective. So detective. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So is that a mall detective or is that a, a you know, an, a, an Overland Park police detective? Um, but either way, it's, it's unacceptable behavior. And yet, I mean, in a place like that, we, you know, the mind, you almost always compare it to what happens in other states. And we've seen what's going on at the malls in California where these flash mob things, you know, 50 people burst into a store, steal everything they can and then take off. We haven't seen things escalate to that point, but shots fired means somebody could have been dead easily. And it's it just can't continue to go on like this. Um, John, did you hear what store the shoplifting was in? I did not. I did not either. And it's possible it's not in the reporting anywhere if neither one of us saw it. I have questions about under what cases do you um, approach someone who has been shoplifting? We've had that conversation about big box stores and stuff like that before. But I have a question about um, three under... The, the, uh, Fox four version says two male suspects were found shoplifting before they were confronted by three undercover detectives. And then the detectives identified themselves and tried to arrest those suspects as they tried to leave near the mall food court. And that's when one of the suspects resisted arrest. That's when there was the struggle suspect got a hold of a detective's gun, pulled the trigger and fired one gunshot. That sequence of events. Um, I wish we knew what store this was. Although you can guess based on what stores are by the food court. I need to look at a, a mall map again, but you can guess based on what stores are down there that that's probably what it was. Under yeah. what circumstances do we have undercover officers approaching shoplifters in a mall? And under and, what and circumstances do you let that go? And I mean, even the question itself is is so ridiculous on the surface. I mean, it's obviously the one that we need to be asking, but the idea of, you know, when when should a detective approach somebody at a mall? Well, when they're breaking the law and shoplifting is breaking the law. But if it's going to escalate to this point, I mean, I can I can hear people. I haven't even seen the text line yet. I'm still trying to get myself all set up here. But, uh, I, you know, I can I can hear the arguments already from people saying you don't change police work based on the actions of criminals. You, you don't say, OK, well, don't approach a shoplifter because, well, you're a cop. And even though they're breaking the law, it might escalate to something worse. You have to do that. Otherwise, we know what's going to happen. You're just inviting more shoplifting and explain that to the store owners, by the way, that, yeah, shoplifting, we know it's a crime, but we're not going to respond to that in the mall anymore. Yeah, it's it's um, is there a line or is there a difference between responding to shoplifting at the mall 
and responding to shoplifting in a gas station convenience store, as we've had happen and someone ended up dead, or in a big box store where we have debates about whether you should be chasing people into the parking lot. Yeah. Three undercover detectives approaching two male suspects about shoplifting seems like a lot. I, again, we don't know what they were shoplifting, but that seems like a lot. Yeah, and it, it makes you wonder if maybe there was reason to suspect that they were up to a little bit more than shoplifting. Yes, yeah. All right, if you have thoughts here, uh, again, we're talking about both mall shootings from the weekend, 913-586-7798. Take a break. We'll talk more about this next on KMBZ. Phone number here in 913-586-7798. We are talking about both mall shootings from the weekend. Independence Center Mall on Friday afternoon where four people were hurt. And then yesterday at Oak Park Mall, it was about 4.20 p.m. when you had a couple of shoplifters uh, that left left somewhere and were confronted by three undercover detectives. Two male suspects were found shoplifting. Uh, they tried to leave near the food court. Detectives identified themselves, tried to arrest the suspects. One of the suspects resisted arrest. There was a struggle. And that suspect was able to get a hold of the gun of one of the detectives and pull the trigger and fire it. I don't know enough about guns, but I don't like that that's possible either. Yeah, you know, that that goes back to a conversation that we had on Friday where one of our listeners was talking about the idea that with a lot of, of the police holsters, you and I don't know this because we don't have them, but it actually takes more than one action to pull that gun out of the holster. You want it that way so that somebody doesn't come up behind a cop and grab his gun. So either the person who did that knew that already and knew how to do it, which again would lead one to wonder about previous or continuing criminal activity by that person, or it was a mall detective who didn't have that kind of fancy equipment. 913-586-7798. If you were there, if you have thoughts, uh, let's go to the phones. Let's go first to Suzanne in South KC. Hi, Suzanne. Hey, good morning. I don't really know if I have anything super helpful to add to the story, but I just, I happened to be at Oak Park Mall yesterday and I was um, at the Bath and Body Works store, which is on the upper level, and I, I think that's where that all happened. But um, I was leaving the store. I had my bags in my hand, and I saw somebody running. And somebody said, well, what happened? And, and somebody at the store said, gun, gun, gun. And the Bath and Body Works employees screamed, shut the door, shut the door, shut the door. So they, they shoved everything that was in the way to keep the gate from coming down. And they, they slammed that down, and they herded everybody in the store to the back stock room. And we just waited to see what was going to happen, and it, it stayed pretty calm. And so we just left the store from the back exit from the stock room. Suzanne, it's a bit... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, I was just going to say that there were rumors going on. Nobody knew what really happened. I didn't know if anything had actually happened because I didn't hear a gunshot. And so I was talking to the people that were there, and I said, did you hear anything? Did you see anything? And just lots of rumors. Somebody said that there was actually, there was a gang that was in there having, they saw. Uh-oh. But then oh, somebody no. else said that go. it was um, a, uh, a drill, and I couldn't imagine that that could be true, that none of the employees would know anything about having a drill. So um, just lots of rumors just really flew fast. <laughs> Yeah, it's amazing how quickly that can happen. How, how long were you back there before they gave the all clear and let you out? Not long. I, I maybe, I would say 10 minutes. It may have been longer than that. It really didn't seem long. Suzanne, can you refresh me? Because it's been a while since I've been there. And if you don't know, that's okay. What are the big stores that are by the food court? 
Well, I don't know. We hadn't gotten there yet. That's what we were trying to figure out ourselves. What was there? What was there? I want to say, isn't that Macy's at the other end of the store? That's what I was going to guess too, because it's whatever it is, that would make sense because it's women's on one level and everything else on the other level. Well, that's what I was thinking. We hadn't made our way down there yet. We started out at JCPenney, that opposite end. And so we were heading that way. And um, so we hadn't gotten there yet. We just saw the people running and, and weren't sure what was really happening. If anything really happened, you know, we didn't hear anything. We yeah. Just, we just saw and the apparently, Right. And apparently it was that one shot that was fired and nobody was injured. But, you know, let me ask you this, because this is something that in KCTV's, in Channel 5's version of the story, they had asked several people who were at the mall, do you still feel safe even now knowing that this has happened? N- knowing that you were there and you had that, I mean, short but still traumatic experience. Will you go back to Oak Park Mall? Will you even think about it? I probably will if I need something. I don't go there a whole lot anyway, just because I'm not really a mall kind of a person, but there yeah, was something that we wanted to specifically get, and uh, we absolutely never go to Independence Mall ever anymore. That was used to be one of our favorite malls because it's, it was just great, and we used to love to, to go there all the time, and we, we haven't been there in, in years and, and won't go back unless something really massive changes, but um, we, we might go back to Oak Park. You know, I, I feel like it's, it's no more dangerous than any other place. Yeah, I agree. It's, I mean, think about the shootings that we had at a bowling alley and I mean, everything else lately. I hate to say that, but sure. I would too. Suzanne, thank you. Yeah, yeah. thanks, Suzanne. Yeah, we really appreciate the the look inside what happened yesterday. And, and you have to, I mean, tip of the hat to the employees, right? Because they're not really clear on what's going on either. All they know is we've got to get this store shut right now. and We've got to get these people to someplace safe. And they did it. You would hope that every store that's on that upper level of the mall near the Bath and Body Works that she described would have done the same thing. I'm sure they did. But I mean, the fact that you even have to train for something like that or have to have it in the back of your mind, what do I do in this eventuality? It just it's a it's a different kind of mindset that you don't feel like on any given Saturday or Sunday you're going to have to deal with something like that. But here we are. So the scary thing about that more so is given that we are two weeks from Thanksgiving next week. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's a week from Thursday. Yes, <laughs> I, my my weeks are all confused. Okay, so a week from <laughs> I had Friday. To think about it too. I was going through, going, uh, yeah. A week from Friday, that mall's going to be packed. Yep. You know, I mean, and we are going to have, you know, and we're going to be in the holiday shopping season. And lately, we're having a lot of conversations about the mobs that are doing the big retail theft. My fear is that, um, you know, the mall is going to become fuller of people and you're going to have more incidents like this of shoplifters, maybe not two people, maybe it's five or 10. I think we need to talk about the response to that. How do you want, how do you want police to respond? What do you want that to be? Yeah, because I mean, the whole idea of going to the mall in the first place, and you feel this when you walk in now, that end of the mall down by Macy's is kind of on the opposite from most of the places that I go to in Oak Park Mall. So I'm not down there a lot. But I mean, it's a few steps away. It's not like we're talking about miles of difference. But you walk in and you want that nice open environment, you want that, you know, the big wide hallways and things like that. And, and if the conversation turns to things like metal detectors and cameras and all of that. I mean, even that comes with its own perception of when you walk in and you look up and the first thing you see is a camera looking at you. Now, make no mistake, I would grant that at Oak Park Mall and probably every mall in the country, there are very few places where you're not on camera, but you don't see it. Yeah. For me, it comes down to a couple of different things. We'll get back to your calls. 
one response is to have more undercover officers that just look like shoppers that are around. Yeah. That's response though. That's reactive, right? You could have more security and you could have more in-store officers. The other thing is what you said, which is to prevent, I mean, um, metal detectors will get the guns. We don't know if these two were armed though. Would that have prevented shoplifting? And likely they weren't considering that they grabbed the gun off of off of one of the detectives. But yeah, even at that, I mean, do you want to go having to take your belt off every time you walk into the mall? No, it's, it's going to keep people from going there. Right. Exactly. Not at all. I'll, again, I'll this will drive more traffic online as, as it already is. Uh, we can back to the phones here. Maggie is next up in Bonner Springs. Hey, Maggie. Hi. How are you guys doing? All right, Maggie. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you. My, you know, I came up with this idea. It's um, everybody should be held accountable for their actions and a pistol or a gun, um, a firearm um, should, they should make the firearms for each individual to where only their fingerprint can use the trigger and issue just a certain amount of allotted bullets to where maybe once a year or twice a year, you know, they have to come and check in and, you know, account for everywhere they go, you know, and every bullet that they shoot, but also the gun would have its own tracker on there into a database. And then anybody caught with a gun that doesn't have that um, should like go through, I don't know, three months training and issue them a gun, you know, with their own fingerprint. Just something along those lines. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, the, our... the, yeah, the, the gun lobby would lose their mind <laughs> over something They probably like that. are as they hear you speak. Yeah, yes. But what I'm saying is if somebody else used your gun, they couldn't pull the trigger because it's not their fingerprint. Right. Yeah. And um, yeah, the technology is already there, but very few, very few people use it. So it's... that or else just don't give them the bullets. You know, you can't fire a gun without bullets. That's true. I can't argue with you. (laughs) Yes. Maggie, yeah, Maggie, Maggie, thank you very much. That's it. I mean, you can hear the level of frustration, right? That that we just don't know what to do. And in this case, again, at least in the uh, in the case of Oak Park Mall, it probably wasn't somebody who brought in a gun. So even at that, I mean, now you're talking about what do you do to retrain maybe the detectives who were there to make sure that this doesn't happen again and nobody gets their gun taken away. So those of you that know more about guns than I do, tell me how, um, because it's scary to me that somebody, that there could be a struggle and that easily a gun could go off. Someone tell me how, how possible that is. I'm not trying to accuse that detective of doing anything wrong, but was it, what, how could that have happened? How easily can that happen for somebody to grab the officer's gun and, and fire it? 913-586-7798. We'll get to more of your calls uh, on this coming up. Also, carjacking incidents are up. Now we're getting advice about how to keep yourself from being a victim. We'll get to all that coming up here on KMBZ. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We had two different shooting incidents over the weekend. Uh, first, Independence Center Mall on Friday afternoon. It was right after we got off the air that four people were injured. There were three suspects that were people of interest uh, in that case. And then yesterday afternoon at Oak Park Mall, you had a couple of males that were shoplifting from a store. We don't know where exactly. Three undercover detectives approached them. We're going to arrest them. One, There was a struggle. One of the suspects got a hold of one of the detectives' guns and fired it in the mall. Um, we're just talking through everything. A lot of the conversation seems to be focused on what happened at Oak Park Mall. I'm also curious about what we do about the incident at Independence Mall. Oh, for sure. And and a lot of people have already taken that. I mean, you go back to our previous caller. A lot of people have taken that and said, I know exactly what to do about that. I'm not going there anymore. And you don't want to see that happen. You don't want to see it happen in Independence any more than you want to see it in Overland Park. But if you've got ideas, by all means, let's go to Steve in Overland Park. He's got a word or two to say about it. Hey, Steve. Hey, guys. How's it going? All right. First of all, the, the technology to tie a gun to an individual doesn't exist. It, it just doesn't. It doesn't work. Also, there, the real problem is um, all these DAs are letting criminals go. That's why the DA in St. Louis got fired. And it's like why uh, Baker isn't coming back next year as a DA. I don't know if that's the reason why, but okay. It, it is. We didn't have the, every, all these DAs are letting criminals go. That's what's going on in Los Angeles, San Francisco, New York. Well, in this case, they didn't let him go. In this case, the detectives went after him. So, no, I said the DA is not the not the police. Well, we don't know what's going to happen with that yet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you take a, a gun off of a, a off of a detective and fire it in a mall. Chances are they're going to take that pretty seriously. At least I hope they do. Um, and as far as the the biometric locks on the triggers, yes, they do. Uh, there's a company that released no. one, uh, and it uses. Not reliable. It's not reliable. Okay. Guys. <laughs> okay. All right. Th- thanks, Steve. I, I can't argue the reliability. I have no idea. But uh, it, the fact is they are out there and they are on the market. They use uh, fingerprint technology. They also use facial recognition technology. And the company that released theirs in April says that it does work. Um, it's a company that's based in Colorado and it's not cheap, but it does it does exist. So to say the technology isn't there, yes, it is. And I just... um. I will just ask all of you who are saying we don't punish shoplifters. How do you know that? What do you, what makes you, what makes you think we don't punish shoplifters or we don't, we don't prosecute them? I, Cause I, I'm not under that impression. Well, it, it, 
there is there's a point to be made there, I think, um, when it comes to reporting the crime, because remember, the store well, has to different. report the crime. Yes, right. right. And, and that's and store if, policy. Right. And if you're going to go after anybody in that case, you go after the store. Right. Because what a lot of them will do is they have their own loss prevention people. And what they'll do is they'll haul you into a back room and yell at you until you give the stuff back. And then they'll let you go because they don't want to necessarily be tied down with having to send witnesses in and prosecuting crimes anyway, especially when you're usually talking about a crime that amounts to a misdemeanor. Now, if you want to, you know, take the next step and petition the legislature and have any theft at all raised to the level of a felony, go ahead and try it, but you're not going to have much luck. There's not going to be a taste out there for sending somebody to jail or sending somebody to prison on a felony when they stole $50 worth of stuff from a bed, bath and beyond or whatever. 913-586-7798. Let's go next to uh, John and KCK. Hey, John. Hey, uh, first off, yeah, I can go off the, to piggyback off of um, what Wicked just said. Uh, the bio pistol is actually really cool. YouTube has had a lot of big gun tubers review it. I think it's really cool. I actually kind of want one myself. Uh, and then for the struggle at the Oak Park Mall, they're undercover police officers. So the retention holsters that you're normally seeing the police officers carry, that is a type three or four. So there is a lot of steps to take that. But for an undercover officer, they're not needing that because it's a very bulky holster. So during a struggle, if that shoplifter noticed that holster or the firearm, it's going to be really easy for them to grab it. And most people, when they're trying to grab a police officer's firearm, they're not looking where their fingers are going. Obviously, the first thing it's probably going to go into is the trigger guard and press that trigger down and immediately fire. So during a struggle, it's really hard to keep everybody off the gun on that case. Yeah, it's an absolutely good point. And uh, what I had heard from watching one of the forums that I keep track of while we're doing the show is that, as you just said, that holster itself is a very bulky holster, which if you're a beat cop, you don't care. You want people to see that you're armed. But in a mall where the ideal situation is that those security guards are undercover, well, you see a guy with a big old you know pumpkin sticking out of his hip, you're going to know that's the detective. So right. it would defeat yeah. that purpose, too. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you don't you don't want to be profiling is what they say. You don't want the firearm to be noticeable at all. Yeah. That's why they're always wearing something big and bulky or they get a very slim, streamlined holster. Um, I do carry my self-concealed, and I have a pretty tight retention on my pistol, and it's partially for if I ever did get into a struggle, it's going to take a little longer, but I still have to be wary that whoever I'm struggling with could possibly get their finger, if that gun gets pulled out, that finger's going to hit that trigger, and it could fire my gun off. Um, And hopefully it doesn't hit anybody, myself or them, but... Um, it's just one of those things you have to pay attention to while you're carrying. Um, but the, I, I, if you guys look up that pistol, it's really slick. Forgotten Weapons is probably the YouTube channel I would recommend. Okay, cool. If you Thank want you. to know more about it. So, yeah. Will do. All right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, appreciate the call. I just I got one right about a gun. I mean, this is like a banner day. I should, I should mark this down. Uh, but yeah, I, I was looking at it. And as I said before, it's not cheap. And that may be I mean, the cost prohibition on that, that'll eventually come down. But in the initial offing, it's only been available in the U.S. since April of this year. And okay. it's a fifteen hundred dollar gun. OK. Oh, nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight. Um, I would encourage some of you to call. So, so I, let, let's have the conversation on the air. Uh, Nick, uh, let's see, Diane next up in Leavenworth. Hi, Diane. 
Hi, Jamie. Hi, John. Hello. I'm going to be nice today. I don't want to make anybody upset. <laughs> You're fine. What's on your mind? Up here in Leavenworth, they do prosecute shoplifters up here. Uh, hey, Diane, can you turn your radio down for us? Oh, sorry, sweetie. Thank you. It's but, just feeding back um, through and confusing they do, us. They do, they do prosecute uh, shoplifters. They don't want the people to go chasing them out the door. But if they get caught, they get their butts busted. And, and I know for a fact that there was one up here that if it's menial, you know, like something like under $50 or something like that, they'll take them in the back and they'll ostracize them a little bit, you know, and tell them uh, the one got uh, barred for a year from going to any Walmart or any Walmart associated uh, places. Yeah. So no doggone well that they do prosecute them, but they don't want the people chasing them out of the store, you know, and, 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 and getting themselves hurt or, or getting in trouble over, you know, whatever they take. You got so, it. All right, good. Well, it's, it's good to know somebody's doing it. We thanks, appreciate Diane. the call, Diane. 913-586-7798. Um, so my understanding is that in the Oak Park Mall shooting, they did get those two suspects. I haven't heard any updates about independence yet. I know that they had several people of interest, but I don't know how far that investigation has gotten so far. We do know that one of those um, victims was, was critical. Did I hear correctly that one of the victims was pregnant? I, that that's a new one on me. I I wouldn't doubt that you know more about that one than I do. But uh, yeah, if if so, that just adds another level of horror onto it. It might have been one of those eight out of fifteen words things, but but I but I thought I saw that yes. somewhere. Yeah. All right, uh, let's keep going. Leslie, next up out of Lynn Valley. Hey, Leslie. Hi guys. Um, I was just wondering why the detective didn't have the safety on. If you're doing a concealed carry, you should have your safety on until you draw. Not a gun expert. I suppose, Not sure. I'm, I suppose that the offender could have slipped the safety off as they pulled it that's out. That's what I was thinking, I, yeah. That, you know, that's just my opinion. And I, I do think we need to have stiffer penalties, and they need to follow through on them. I mean, there's no deterrent right now for committing um, shoplifting. I mean, look at what's going on in the bigger cities. There's no deterrent. I haven't been to Oak Park Mall in probably 20 years, and we lived in Overland Park. And ever since that girl was kidnapped at Target across the street on yeah. the south side, or mm -hmm. yeah, south side, not we haven't gone back there. My kids don't go there. No way. So. All right. The yeah. it, it's. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I. Well, yeah. Stores and the mall, they need to have some responsibility in this. If they're not willing to prosecute and protect their customers, why why should we go there? It's a lot easier to just shop online. That's that's okay. all I got. Yeah, you got it. Oh, thank you very much. And I mean, Jamie, that's what you said. That's what you said 10 minutes ago is this is going to drive more people to shopping online. And I mean, there, there are so many things that stores have done. You've talked about the Roland Park Walmart, how everything, including nail polish, is locked <laughs> up behind. And, and it's yeah. a pain in the butt. So every pain in the butt that you add on to the experience for the shopper now is going to drive them online. And you can say, well, we have to, otherwise crime is going to go up. That's understood. 
but recognize when you take those measures, that's what the eventual effect of this is going to be, is that more and more people simply aren't going to go. And maybe that's, I mean, maybe that's where everything's headed anyway. I mean, it, it already kind of was, again, with everything being behind glass anyway. In fact, we have a story later about one CVS, what they're doing now that we'll get yes. to later because of, because of shoplifting. Uh, 913-586-7798. Let's go to Rob in KCK. Hey, Rob. Hi. I think that people need to understand. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no. Hello? Yeah. Rob, can you hear us? Yeah, we're here. Oh, there you are. Okay, I got you. People, people need to understand that <laughs> these were a trained guys, supposedly, and that no, nobody shoplifter got his weapon away and was able to fire it. People don't need to be walking around armed with a bullet ready to fire at all times. I think there needs to be harsher penalties for everybody, even this detective who shouldn't have been walking around like that. If... I, Rob, I think we... Did we lose him again? I, I don't have him. Did we lose him, Colin? Uh, yeah. Did we lost him? Okay. Sorry about that. No, 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 no. It's been a rough day for phones. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I suspect they will, there will be, that question will be asked in Overland Park um, about the gun. Maybe they already know that. Maybe, maybe the reason they haven't said anything about it is because it was exactly the way that it was supposed to be. Um, I just, yeah. whatever you can do to prevent that in the future, then right you, have to. you know and it, and it seems like again we're kind of nibbling around the edges of this we're talking about okay what do you do in the eventuality well what we really need to be talking about is preventing the crime before that person walks into the mall thinking that they're going to go in and shoplift and how do you do that wow if i had the answer to that you and i would both be rich yeah if you have further thoughts on this 913-586-7798 uh, we'll take a break we'll wrap the hour next on kmbz 913-586-7798. Again, we're talking through the two mall shootings from over the weekend. Independence Avenue Mall on Friday afternoon and Oak Park Mall uh, yesterday afternoon about how to prevent that in the future. Again, we're coming up on Black Friday shopping is a week from Friday. So those malls are going to be much busier uh, coming up in the next few weeks. Let's go back to the phones here. Uh, Jean has joined us out of KC. Hey, Jean. Hey, good afternoon. Good morning. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. well. What's on your mind? Hey, I was the security director at Oak Park Mall from 2009 to 2013. I do have a law enforcement background and have been in the private security industry for years. And uh, I wanted to talk about the gun grab situation real quick, like, and different types of holsters. Yes, they do have different levels of uh, threat retention. And, uh, you know, people, I don't know what type of individual the uh, suspect was, but when they're incarcerated in jail, they practice disarming officers, um, taking down people, you know, and in the academy, they teach you weapons retention and how to prevent or keep your weapons safe during gun grabs. And it's just one of those things that I believe that, you know, if, if you're training to disarm somebody, you're going to disarm somebody. You see videos on, on YouTube that uh, officers are overpowered. You know, just because everybody's built differently, you know, trains differently. And uh, it's just one of those things that happen. But rest assured for all the holiday shoppers, Oak Park Mall does have holiday tenant meetings. They invite their neighboring retailers like uh, Target, 
Toys R Us. I'm not sure if Toys R Us are still there. And they all network. We even have uh, local civic groups coming in. We have had the uh, NAACP come in as volunteers with radios, and uh, we would equip them. They go out and help us reporting things suspicious, see something, say something type thing. Each, each tenant has an emergency response plan, and that's when we go into our lockdown procedures and everything else like that. So it is there, and uh, physical security, our officers there, you know, you got to understand that uh, uh, they wear different hats. They wear uh, a firefighter's hat. They wear a police hat. They wear a medic's hat and everything else like that. But uh, one important thing to reach out is meeting and greeting. When you first walk into a shopping center, one of the first things you see is a security officer. And, uh, you know, we try to train our officers to make eye contact with people, meet and greet, you know. And if they give you a, eh, you know, or a frown or they look away, that's a red flag, you know. If they that's smile, you need say to watch. hello. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that's great. And that's what we need to be watching. Groups in, in numbers of five and plus, you know, especially teens where if they're unchaperoned, unsupervised, just having a great time. And that, we, we want that. We kind of say, hey, guys, we uh, usually don't allow groups this large to uh, congregate. You know, if you're going to sit down and eat and everything else like that. But that's one of our, our things to be watching out for um, inside the mall. Now, security actually starts on the outside of the mall. Okay. They see that yellow blinky light going on. The more blinky lights they see, the more hand waves they see, the, uh, the more comfortable people tend to feel. Okay. And then as far as bad guys go, they see us and seeing you, you know, and when you make eye contact with an individual, you know, they may have had a bad thought in their mind. Hey, I'm going to go try to break into this car. Hey, I'm going to go try stealing a purse. But once an officer makes eye contact with them, a uniformed security officer, and acknowledges them, man, that's just the greatest deterrent there is. So, you know, we try to train our unarmed officers to detect and deter, you know, make contact, smile, and everything else like that. So uh, with that being said, when you don't see that, you know, it's kind of like, eh, it's not customer service oriented, you know. And it kind of, you know, it takes the air out of some things. But when you see a smile, a hello, a head nod, you know, a kind smile, you know, that's what we want during this holiday season. Yeah. And uh, things like this are going to happen, unfortunately. But the more we do about it, you know, and engage in things like that and get involved, you know, the less we have to worry about. What can you tell us about the detectives who who responded to this likely? I mean, obviously, we don't know the individuals that were involved, but I mean, at what level and, and how many of those detectives and are they cops? Are they Overland Park PD? Um, I couldn't tell you they are. Uh, usually they are. We do have Overland Park PD detectives work there. And I'll tell you what, it's a very high level um, thing because you've heard or have you heard of organized retail crime as theft you've got organized re retail uh crime rings that uh that's all they do you know um, i've heard of people i know of situations that were, where they'd rent motel rooms and go out shoplifting to different retailers and then load up that hotel room and start you know selling stuff on online on craigslist you know that was the trend a few years ago i haven't been in the retail industry in in a few years yeah. but uh yeah you know a detective could have gotten a tip saying hey 
you know, we know that uh, John and, you know, Jack are going to be at the mall, and I know they're stealing, or somebody could have recognized them and tipped OPPD off. You never know. So, uh, but these guys are on point, you know. Uh, the detectives are always proactive there at Oak Park Mall. Gene, I gotta, I gotta stop the, you there. I'm so sorry. We're up against the clock, so we have oh, to get to a break. We really yeah, appreciate you. all your all your comments and your expertise and for getting in. Uh, thanks to everybody for getting in here. Um, we are seeing stories. I was right about one of the victims of Independent Center being pregnant. A couple of you are are telling us stuff that you're seeing online. We're gonna wait until we see a little bit more confirmed before we talk any more about that. So, but thanks for passing that on. All right, we'll take a break. Coming up. How to keep yourself from being the victim of a carjacking, becoming a bigger problem. Get to that coming up here on KMBZ. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 